Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 97 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. I am your host, Brent Coley, an elementary principal in beautiful Southern California, and we're back. It's been six over six months since the last episode. There's been a few things going on in the world. Um, very busy, but I am super excited. It is now 2022, and we are back with a new episode. And I'm thrilled that joining me today is another elementary principal, Rosalba Rodriguez. Rosalba, how are you, my friend? Doing good. Got to rest a little bit and just heading back to work next week. Yes, yes. We are recording this on January 2nd. We actually recorded it, I think, what, December 30th. And we are, this is take two because we already recorded this once and the, the sound didn't come through. So take two. It's now 2022. So um, let's jump right in. But before we do that, um, who, who is Rosalba? If anyone, just give us a brief background about you, who you are, what you do, et cetera. So I am a principal in Riverside Unified, so Southern California, close to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my first principalship, so um, still learning the ropes. And I originally come from Moreno Valley, where I was a teacher there for several years. I think I, I counted 14. And I taught dual language and then came over to my district and I'm an assistant principal as an assistant principal. And so now um, just leading my school and really passionate about students, passionate about being an advocate for all students, and um, just excited to, to be a leader for my district. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, you and I have connected online and, and, and learned from each other via Twitter. And at the end of the broadcast, we'll let you share kind of if people want to follow you. But when, we, when, I, when I reached out to you via Twitter and said, hey, Merzalba, I would love you to be a guest on the podcast. What do you want to talk about? You immediately said, I want to talk about loving on and supporting my teachers, supporting the staff that you lead. And I could not be more excited about that topic because it's something that I'm also a huge believer in. Uh, I know the importance of it. So, I mean, we're in the midst. I mean, you're going back to work tomorrow. Um, back back to school tomorrow. We're finishing up our winter break right now. We're halfway through the 2021-2022 school year. And we were just talking before we started recording about COVID testing kits that potentially could be going home to families. I mean, it is just, it is a year unlike any other. I mean, last year was crazy. This is even more hectic if, if that's possible. How can we support our teachers? How can we love on our teachers? Because it's just been one that if there's ever been a time for support and for encouragement, this is it. Can you give us, what are you doing for your staff? So for anyone listening, what what are you doing to encourage your staff? The first thing I think that I started being the new person on campus and just trying to get to know everybody, um, setting up some some meetings virtually or in person just to get to know everybody. And um, I, I think the expectation was they, they wanted me to ask questions about the campus. And, you know, and so right away, I, I wanted to set the tone that I wanted to get to know them. And so that was my first, my first, um, my first 
connection with everybody is just getting to know them. And then I sent out the survey on, on staff just to get to find out like their mm-hmm. t-shirt size, their favorite drink. Um, got that from you. <laughs> and then, um, and just um, leaving post-it notes in their boxes or leaving um, post-it notes on their, their telephone or their computer um, setting up snacks for them, just random snacks, you know, for if there's a national day of donuts or something like that, just little things that that have gone a long way for them, just so that they know that not only am I working alongside them, but I'm also cheering them on because I, I truly see them and the hard work that they, they're putting in because it, it has been really challenging just to just to watch them teach having a mask on and, and doing that, that in itself is is challenging. And so just finding ways to support and, and love on them. I like how you said um, when you first got to the campus, one of the expectations or what a lot of people thought you would do would be asking questions about the campus and the rules and, and how do we do things here. But you said that you were asking questions about them, <laughs> specifically about them. Do me a favor, expand, if you will, a little bit on that, that form that that you mentioned about like preferences and stuff share share about that so the the google form was just um a what was your favorite starbucks drink or favorite cold drink from starbucks and it was your t-shirt size and one of the the, the important things that i liked on the survey was that it had how you like to be complimented and it was verbal or you know so they let me know you know don't announce something publicly because i don't like that or i like it private and, um, and then just different things like favorite snacks. And so through that, I went through the snacks. And then whenever we have snacks for, you know, staff meetings, I pull that out again. And um, I downloaded the app onto my phone. So I have it, I have their cell phone number. And um, it helped me too. like when I wanted to do prizes for, um, I did 13 days of giveaway for Christmas. And so then I saw what they kind of liked. And then I got those kind of things. And so just just paying attention and that survey really helped because it helped me a little bit more to get to know them. I yeah, the, the idea originally you said you got it from me. I w- I I got it from John Ike. John Ike came oh. up so for anyone listening uh just, yeah, it is so easy to do. Simple Google form that we sent out to our staff. And if you're a teacher listening right now, think of this from a classroom perspective. You could do this for for your students as well. Something I, I think my form says, yeah, what's your favorite Starbucks drink, favorite cold drink, school appropriate, of course, favorite warm drink, favorite salty snack, favorite sweet snack, t-shirt size. And I like how you pointed out, how do you like to receive encouragement? Is it written? Is it verbal? Is it the pat on the back? Is it whatever it is? And then you said you put the app on your phone. There's something called Glide Apps. Uh, glideapps.com, which basically is a free website that will take a Google spreadsheet and turn it into an app on your phone. So uh, what you've done, what I've done, what John Ike has done is you basically send the form to your staff or your students, whatever, whoever's going to fill it out. It puts all of their data into a spreadsheet, but a spreadsheet is hard to navigate on a phone sometimes. So by using Glide Apps, you basically take all the information and it puts it into a totally easy to view format right on your phone. So you're in the drive-through for Starbucks, getting something for yourself on the way to work. And you're like, you know what, so-and-so, I really want to thank her for picking up that extra bus duty. So let me pull up my app and see what's her favorite Starbucks drink. And then you could, you've got it and you can mm-hmm. surprise that person and encourage them. Um, 
And like you said, for whether it's Staff Appreciation Week, the 13 days of, of giving or something like that, John Ike summed it up perfectly and says, not everyone likes donuts. Not everyone. I mean, right. like, right. it's it's easy to bring donuts and we do that. And, and most people, a lot of people do like donuts. But what about the person who's trying to trying to lose weight or on a diet or, or just is gluten, can't do the gluten, so can't eat the donuts or whatever like that. So how else could we appreciate them? And maybe they don't want a donut. Maybe they just want the, the post-it note. You mentioned little notes of appreciation. Can you think of a, a specific story or something where, where you've left a note of appreciation or something like that and somebody has responded like, Oh my gosh, that made my day or something like that. I've had, I've had emails and I've saved those emails and I printed out um, certain notes because they've told me that, that I may think it's small, but they're big. And so it was, it was, it was a moment of gratitude for me because I'm just in the moment doing different things. And I think of myself as if I was a teacher, or if I was in the classroom, how would how would I like, you know, to be treated and or, you know, different principles that I've had, I've, I've taken with me, everything that I've experienced, you know, when my old principal used to leave a note for me, as soon as she walked out the room, I walked over to that note, you know, because yeah. I wanted to see what it said, you know, even in the middle of teaching, I just took that moment, like, oh, let's see what she said. And it brightened up my day, because she saw me, she saw what I was doing. And that's, that's kind of what I want to do for for my teachers is just brighten up a little bit in the midst of just you know, a lot of different challenges throughout the day. Yeah. And I think uh, when, when I've done something like that, I mean, and I'm sure you've seen it too, you may come back into that classroom a month later, two months, five months later and see that note um, stuck on the bulletin board next or, or taped on their computer monitor or something like that. I mean, I had that happen um several years ago where I remember I was in, in, in a classroom talking with a teacher and I, I just happened to look over at her computer and see a note posted that was stuck on the bottom of her monitor. And it caught my eye because the handwriting looked familiar and because it, it was mine. <laughs> and I didn't, and I looked and it just said, it just said, thanks for all you do. That's, that's all I had written on that. And I, I don't even remember writing it. I don't know when I wrote it, but I obviously wanted to encourage, and she still had it. It was like six or seven words put on a post-it that didn't get thrown away. It got saved. I mean, and, and I don't know about you, like you said, you've got your emails. I've got something called a feel-good file where every it's a purple file folder in my thing. And every time I get a note like that from one of my supervisors, from a teacher or anything like that, I throw it in that folder because there's those days where if you're like me, gosh, am I doing anything right? <laughs> I mean, like, I, like, what am I doing here? I, I need, I need a little pick me up. Yeah. So. And going back to something like that, that's positive. Yeah. We need it. Yeah, we I need mean. it too. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Now um, you had mentioned when we, when we recorded last time, you talked about the U rock award. Oh, I, yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I use those. Yeah. Share, um, share about that if you would. So first of all, the autocrat magic that um, you taught me to, to do on, I've been doing on everything like my emergency contacts, um, certificates, 
and then the you rock award so you i have it on uh, my s'more so i send out a weekly s'more to my staff and then it says on there you know is there someone that you work with that you want to acknowledge someone that rocks and then the google form is there and then they fill it out and you know i i have changed it a little bit with different pictures on there uh but it basically says the same thing you rock and then um, I, I love to see, because it comes out of my email, I love to see when they acknowledge others. And then what I do is I copy the compliments and then I put them on my s'more so that they get to see it the following week. So everybody sees too, like, oh, so-and-so, you know, appreciates, oh, I didn't know, you know, this person did this, or I didn't know that this person does that. And um, and uh, the, the best part was when I did get a few myself. And so that was, that was I, I printed those out and I have them behind my filing cabinet so I could see like, you know, yeah. somebody appreciates me. Yeah, exactly. Could well in, in our in our position, we were the ones who handle the complaints and answer the phone calls when things aren't going right. So it's nice when somebody acknowledges, "Hey, things are going right." So yeah, you mentioned for anyone listening, um, auto credit. So basically, it's it's another Google form that somebody fills out, and when they fill it out, it generates automatically as soon as they so they put. Who do you want to recognize? You put their name in, you put your own name, like who's it from? And then you just type in why that person rocks. Like, hey, this person's doing a great job for X, Y, or Z. You put whatever it is. And as soon as you hit submit, automatically behind the scenes, a certificate is generated and then automatically emailed to the person that you're looking to recognize. And it's done completely for free, completely behind the scenes through an add-on called Autocrat. And if you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's pretty cool. I'd like to try that. I have a tutorial. And I remember when we recorded last time, I didn't remember the the URL for that, but I've got it now. So if you go to bit.ly slash drive for edu, drive, D-R-I-V-E, the number four edu, that takes you to one page that has a whole bunch of links of different templates. It has the actual template for the UROC certificate that Rosalba and I have used. It has the form that you can just copy and into your own drive. And it also has a tutorial, a YouTube video that'll show you exactly how to do everything that we said. It takes about five minutes to set it up. And once it's set up, you're done. Everything else happens automatically. And I love how you said... It was all about how when people fill it out, you copy and paste their what they're saying about each yeah. other. Because it's not just for you or me. It's when a first grade teacher wants to acknowledge one of her colleagues. So she sends her a U Rock certificate. Or when one of our fifth grade teachers wants to give a huge shout out to our custodian for bringing all the extra trash bags after the holiday party when they thrash the room and stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff that the rest of the of the staff is good to see. So I love how you said you copy those, you put them into your s'more, your your staff newsletter for everyone to see. I mean, that's that's fantastic. Um, the one thing because everything that we've mentioned so far is, I mean, except for I mean, if you're getting a coffee or something like that, that may cost us a few bucks. But the little notes of encouragement, free. A post-it note, free. Uh, the UROC certificate, totally free. Google Forms, Autocrat, free. Another idea that that I wanted to share, what we talked about last time was a goose card, which I got the idea from Todd Schmidt. If you haven't followed Todd on Twitter, he's at TS Schmitty. 
Um, he's an elementary principal as well, amazing leader, and has come up. I've, I've used so many things that he's he's shared with me. But one of the ideas I recently got from him is called a goose card, G-O-O-S-E, which stands for get out of school early card. And what we've done is it can be something that if you're playing a game with a staff or you want to reward somebody on your staff with a goose card, that teacher, if they win a goose card, can get out of school early, like 30 minutes early. So for example, teacher, one of our fifth grade teachers won one of these and she had a, her son had a baseball game, a playoff baseball game, and she got to turn that card in and I covered her class for the last 30 minutes of the day. Didn't have to get a sub. She kind of coordinated with me. My calendar was open, put it on my calendar. So I went in the last 30 minutes of the day and basically substituted for the remainder of the day in her class. Totally free. Didn't have to get a sub. Enabled me to get into the classroom, spend some time with her students, and enabled her to get out of school early that day to go do something with her family. You could coordinate it on a Friday so they can get an extra jump on the weekend. Um, I, I mean, when Todd shared that idea with me, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to try that. Um, so I've used it for staff meeting games and things like that. Speaking of which, you had talked about last time. Can you share again? What are some of the things you've done at staff meetings to kind of encourage teachers and just make it fun? Um, so I, I, I love to play music. So sometimes, um, just recently, actually, for the winter one, um, I played music over the intercom. And so that as they're coming, and I got that um, idea from the office. And so I played like a Burrito Sabanero over the loudspeaker and they knew it to come to staff. Um, I walked in with my assistant principal playing music. And then as like the last person comes in, I'm like, oh, you're your last one here. You have to come in dancing. Um, but also a lot of different icebreakers. Just get to know you. And especially because I do have a few um, new staff members. And so we have like the throw the beach ball around with different questions to get to know everybody. Um, I'm thinking for when we come back for, um, from break, the snowball fight, and then just putting something that they're grateful for and then just throw it at somebody and they get to, to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that just, you know, can get them out of their seats and just kind of connecting in a, in a way. And then um, if, if one of the pluses for, for me anyway, if I'm done with my staff meeting, you know, and I still had like, 15 minutes left or something, then it, it's time to go. You know, I don't, I don't hold anybody over. I don't like to do that. I never wanted to stay in a, yeah. in a meeting if it like, Oh, we, she was done early. Yeah. And so, um, and I try to make sure that I, I do my communication via email through my newsletters and I keep my, my leaders and um, my team leads in communication too, so that the staff meeting isn't just like going through an agenda. Okay. Now this, now that, you know? Yeah, no, I, that's the gift of time. That's, that's one of the things right now. And I'm sure that you will say, and any teacher who's listening right now, it's like, what do we wish we had more of it? The answer is time. It's teachers need more time to, to do all of the, the things that you and I are asking them to do that the district is asking us to ask them to do. And now there's extra things in place because of all the health and safety protocols. It's, they just need more time. So anytime we're able to do that, I love the idea like, oh, so a staff meeting is supposed to be an hour. We're done. Don't keep them if you don't have to. Send, send them home early. Uh, right before break, we were able, my assistant principal and I, we were able to uh, 
put it on our calendars that during some of our, we were able to cover some of the PE time for our teachers, just that, that one week so that they once one day that week got an extra 40 minutes of report card prep time to go back to their classroom and, and just kind of finish up those report cards. Um, and it was free because it, again, doesn't always work out like that. Cause sometimes our, our calendars don't, don't make it possible, but we were able to do that and they were able to take 40, 40 minutes extra. And it was time. I mean, there's, there's, it's one of the most valuable commodities that we have right now. That's a good idea. So I've done extra, like an extra recess, something like that, where yeah. through games or if the the line, you know, the students had the best line, I'll say like, oh, Miss So-and-so, you get to, you know, you get extra recess mm-hmm. on this date. And so the kids love it because they get extra recess. And then teacher loves it because she gets 15 extra minutes yeah. of recess. Yeah. And I just make sure we have the coverage and everything's coordinated. But yeah, time is is the, the best gift. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, and going back to what you said at the beginning, when in terms of asking the teachers about them. Um, and again, we're, we're looking at it from an admin lens, but a lot of people who are listening to this right now are you're in the classroom. And if you're a classroom teacher looking at your students as individuals, I started reading Thomas Murray's uh, personal and authentic um, book. I'm like three or four chapters in and I'm loving it because he is just emphasizing and he's sharing a lot of personal stories of education needs to be personal and it needs to be authentic. And if we can take the time to remember that we're not teaching standards, we're teaching kids. I mean, and in you and I, from a leadership perspective, we're not we're not leading a school. We're, we're leading people. There's people in that school. They're, they're, they're not just third grade teachers, fourth grade teachers, kindergarten teachers. They're people that um, have stories. And I think right now there's so much stuff going on behind the scenes. I mean, I won't, I won't ask you to share anything, but, but I'll just ask the, like the rhetorical question, like, do you have teachers right now dealing with stuff that are, that is not educationally related I think the answer oh, yeah. is, oh, yeah. heck yeah. Like we all, they're all dealing with stuff. It might be COVID with family members. It might be the loss of a family member. It might be another health situation with a son or a daughter. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff that we've got to take into consideration with the people that we're serving, whether it's a teacher, whether it's the student, whether it's the custodian, um, just keeping that at the forefront of our minds. So you know, so the any, fear of getting sick too, you know, the fear of yes. getting sick and, and if, oh, I think I felt something. And then the whole day they're thinking about that. And should I go home? I need to go home and let me go talk to the principal because I think I need to go home. And then, oh no, I feel better. I, I yeah. tested. I, so it's just one, just every day has been a different kind of challenge. Yep. Yep. And I just think right now, I, I feel like a brokered record because I've said this and I'll continue to say it until I, till I die that those little notes, those little comments, those little, those little things can reap huge dividends. And I think now more than ever, um, I, we, we said this when we recorded the first time and it, and it didn't take, but I think it's worth saying again, that right now you've seen it on the news 
you've seen it on online. There's a lot of teachers leaving the profession. They, they are, there's a lot of teachers who have retired, who mid-year are leaving the profession because it's hard. What we're dealing with right now is really, really hard. And I think that right now, I mean, you're, one of my jobs, one of your jobs, one of our is, is to support our, our teachers and our staff members any way that we can. I don't want anyone quitting. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh. I mean, but it's like, I say it only partially in the jet, like jest. One of my big jobs is to make sure that people don't quit. But, but really, I mean, that, that should always be our job because I don't know if I've, I've seen it written somewhere. I don't know who said it, but like people don't leave jobs. They leave people. Yeah. And, and, and people quit. People go somewhere else when they don't feel appreciated. And if our teachers feel appreciated, if our staff members, our, our students feel appreciated, they will, they will always do more than is expected if they feel appreciated. So um, if that's in the form of a cup of coffee, that's great. I mean, like I actually got a text message just this morning. I just remembered about this. One of our, one of our staff members had a, had a quick question about a, a facilities issue. And just, she sent me a text and asked about that. And then just also said, and thanks for the little note that you sent that you laid on my computer right before winter break. Now winter break was, this is like two and a half weeks ago. And we've, we've been off for, for two weeks. I did this about two and a half weeks ago yet. It meant, she said, it meant a lot to me. And two and a half weeks later, she's thanking me for that. So, and I would guess that that little note didn't get thrown away. It's probably on her bulletin board. It's in a folder somewhere. It's, it's somewhere, somewhere to, re- to remind her that, hey, somebody appreciates what I'm doing. When the p- next parent calls and <laughs> complains about what we're doing, it's like, well, somebody, somebody likes me. Somebody likes what I'm doing. So, um, and it's a, it's a ripple too, because they can do that too. They can leave a note for a student. Yes. And I think through that, just when, when they feel taken care of, or they feel mm-hmm. that belonging and that connection, then it's just, it, it's a ripple effect onto how our students are going to benefit from it too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, as we, as we wrap this up, I would say for anyone listening right now, if you're a, if you're a, if you're a leader, if you're, everyone's a leader for somebody. If you're a site leader like you and me, an assistant principal, a, a principal, take a moment, like when you're done with this episode or heck, hit pause right now, pick up your phone and text somebody. Text them and tell them that you appreciate them and be specific. Hey, thanks for, I really appreciate you stepping up and taking that bus duty. I really, when, when it was raining and you volunteered to come out, thank you so much. That really helped things go more smoothly. Or, hey, just thank you for smiling. Thank you for always having a positive outlook on things. Thank you for asking how I was doing the other day when you walked through the front office. Maybe it's a post-it that you're going to write. Maybe it's an email. Maybe it's a you rock award. Again, bit.ly slash drive the number four edu. There's a whole template and a YouTube video that'll show you exactly what we're talking about. And I cannot stress enough how much of an impact that can make. And again, if you're a classroom teacher, you can do everything that I just said for your students. You can set up a UROC award for your students. You can put the notes on a post-it, leave it on their desk so they come in in the morning. And those are the types of notes that usually make their way to their pencil boxes 
or their folders or their lockers or something like that. They don't throw those away. They will keep those because um, that may be the exact words that uh, somebody needs to hear. So that's my encouragement to anyone listening. (laughs) Take a time, take the time, send the note, send the text, send the email, because it's going to make somebody's day. And right now, the people around this need to have their days made because this is this job is too hard to go it to go it alone without feeling appreciated. So all right, Rosalba, anything else you want to add that, that just popped into your head or are we good? No, we're, we're definitely good. Thank okay. you for the opportunity. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I've I've been looking forward to it. I, I got to talk with you twice. Uh, I know. Reco- Thank you. We recorded it tw- twice, but only one will take, but this one I know was working. So um, for anyone who wants to be encouraged by you, wants to learn from you, how could they connect with you online? I'm on Twitter and my handle is Principal Road Rodriguez. And then I also use a lot of um, the hashtag, we didn't get to talk about it again, but Fit Leaders. I'm mm-hmm. connected through that. And it's always just motivational. Um, a lot of different people that are, are administrators also and not administrators, but leaders. Um, and that's how I'm connected to. So that hashtag and that's, that's where I'm at. Awesome. Yeah. And the, yeah, shoot, boy, neither time we talked about fit, fit, <laughs> fit leaders, but that's another thing too, that in terms of supporting those around us is making sure that they're taking care of their, their mental well-being, their physical well-being, staying healthy. And I know that, that you and I both are very passionate about healthy living in terms of mm-hmm. exercising each day and, and just taking the time to do that. Self-care is not selfish. It's because one of the things exactly, and and what you and I, I'm uh, I'm guessing that you will think the same thing. But like one of my big things is I can't afford to get sick. It's like <laughs> if if I go down, there's a lot of people relying on me. Like like there's no sub for the principal. It's like no. I I can't afford. So I'm taking extra precautions and really taking care of myself because I can't afford to I can't afford to be out. Um, but well, Rosalba, again, if you, if folks, if you're not following her on Twitter, um, it's a it's, she's a good follow. I, I'm I'm so encouraged by following you and and uh, that I've gotten to know you, Rosalba. Thank you for taking the time to chat today and encourage others. And thank you. I've learned so much. Awesome. So I learned awesome. a lot from you. Thank you. Yeah. Likewise. Well, and everyone, thank you for listening. Totally appreciate it. If you've already subscribed, thank you. If you haven't yet subscribed, again, you can subscribe in your favorite um, podcatcher, whether it's Apple um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or you can listen directly on my website on the podcast page at brentcoley.com. All right. Well, happy 2022, everyone. Uh, Another episode. We've got another one coming soon. It will not be six months until the next episode. So thanks for tuning into Teaching Tales. And until next time, have a good one.